because no. the sequences, because like there, there's also. He, well, I love like his unveiling he, comes with his arrogance too a lot of the time, right? Where he's just like, "Look at me," that kind of thing. You well, know? and and the way that he has to whale has to shoot it so that there's a sense of like strength and power to it, like the yeah. way that you understand how it moves. Like they had to craft it not just as he shoots a special effect. It's like his camera work has to mimic the special effect because there's scenes where he's invisible and he's doing things and the camera has to like pan and dolly through a room as he's doing things. Right. And it basically, and I mean, we take it for granted now because now you can, we see (laughs) fucking everything with a computer. It's kind of a visual cliche. I mean, very famously they did it when, uh, in the Harry Potter prisoner of Azkaban, remember when he puts on the invisibility cloak and he like walks through the snow with the snow prints and stuff. Yeah. That has to be a fucking like he, a reference to Straight this from this oh, yeah 100 yeah. because now we're used to seeing oh yeah someone's invisible but the space is reacting like there's a physical object there even though we can't see it yeah but he had to invent camera moves in order to accomplish that and i loved because i was watching the early stuff where it's just kind of like there's Crazy. the bar there's just kind of like guys being dudes they're playing darts they got jokes they got pints they got like an old-timey dude playing the piano in the corner like a jukebox yeah um and everyone's kind of gathered around this winter cold for the fire. And there's really big pans through this, establishing the space. And then they, they also replicate those camera moves as they move through the house that the doctors are all in with Gloria Stewart. Yeah. And I was like, there's more camera moves in this than I've seen in a lot of the older um, Universal Monster films. Sure. Um, and I was pretty impressed. And I was trying to figure out like why the camera had to move so much when I first watched this film. And then I realized a lot of the other stuff more just like sets, like stationary sets. A little bit, and there's definitely some fancy camera moves because these were expensive productions. But there's a lot of like there's even handheld moves and stuff. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of aesthetic differences to this, moving through like these gothic sets that they have and stuff like that. But I realized it was because in one of the early scenes, you can see. Gloria Stewart moves away from the conversation between the two doctors when they're talking about how like the invisible man's gone missing, Jack's gone missing. And she moves into another room and then the one guy Kemp follows her and it goes, it follows her and the camera moves and pans with her as she moves rooms. And then it follows and pans with him as he moves rooms. And it also dollies around a little bit and it tracks their physical movements as they walk through a room. Right. And then those camera shots are replicated with no one in the frame because we're supposed to know that there's a physical, invisible man walking through those rooms. So then all of a sudden your mind goes, oh, yeah, so the shot that he's doing is the same vocabulary as if he's shooting a shot of people moving through a room. But we're supposed to understand that there's an invisible man moving through this room. So you're looking at – so it's really actually simple idea, but it works geniusly. And then you add the wire work. And then you have what feels like a real person, even though there's nothing in the fucking room. That's something, too, I've noticed, like, uh, it doesn't ever feel ghostly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's something, like, I, I, I think it's because they focus the way that things move. Like, there's a great shot. Love this fucking shot. When he smokes the cigarette. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. my God. That's the unbelievable. Puff, the puff. Right. There's something how? human more so about that. Yeah. The, right. Like, how do you do that? That's amazing. I, I couldn't believe how just blown away I was by the craft of this film. Like, it's... Yeah. I mean, granted, it's my, like, maybe second or third 30s movie I've ever fucking seen. Right. Because I'm just such a noob. But uh, I was I was blown away by the technicalities of this film. Yeah. So Blown the, away. So it has that going for it. And also, uh, what's interesting about this is that it is horror, 
but it also has kind of like a slapstick comedy vibe to it. Yeah, which, yeah which, there is a bit of a dark humor to it. Which, which I really like mostly because it makes the violence always shocking. Mm-hmm. Because, again, the guy starts out and... It there, almost seems like he's just kind of messing with people at first. Like, it's like, I'll steal your bike, fuck your hat. You know, he does push a guy down the stairs, but, you know, it's yeah, he, not he, quite pushing him off a cliff. He also pushes a baby <laughs> carriage over. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, this guy's a dick. <laughs> a little, little darker. But but it definitely is like, uh, you know, uh, he has like uh, maniacal laughter and he's like, yeah. I'll show you what I am. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, um, he does. He feels like a monster at a cert- at certain moments, for sure. Well, Like it, a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing. Because it's like, uh, <laughs> granted, he has... A, a little less Dr. Jekyll, but a little yeah. more Mr. Hyde for sure. But um, that's what it, that's what it feels like. But he's also like cracking jokes. Like when he steals that bike, he goes, I'm afraid I need this bicycle. <laughs> yeah. and he just starts yeah. riding away on it. <laughs> and then everyone's and so well spoken to. And, so. and everyone starts taking off after it. And he was like, fine, take it back. And like throwing yeah. it back at them and shit like this. Yeah, it, it really is funny. It's, it does get into a slapstick uh Kind and, of thing. and a very physical comedy aspect because like even when like uh, uh, what's really funny is the uh, the lady who keeps like screaming every time she sees like another glimpse of him and like jumping on the table and screaming like at one point when the cop is sitting in the room and he's like all of you are crazy you're telling me there was an invisible man here yeah. what the fuck I'm gonna write all of you up for wasting my fucking time and then he, he, he's such an egomaniac yeah. because he, he got away with it. Yeah. And, you know? and, like, and instead he's like, no, I got to mess with the cop too. So the <laughs> cop goes to put the ink in the paper to write down that these people are fucking crazy yeah. and the ink moves and then the ink moves and then he throws the ink at the guy and everyone's like, Oh my God, he's here. I do think and they all like, run out of the bar. This used wide shot of like a hundred people running out of a bar, which is so funny. And then the yeah. lady on the table fucking screaming. Yeah. And there is that thing where it's like, I think it, it, it just shows his character. It, it's uh, this thing where he needs to, he needs the fame. He's, he's right. Fame. He, he wants you to know he's the invisible man. Yes. You know, like he's, he's like, no, I'm here. Don't, don't say it was these townsfolk. I'm going to throw.